This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. Great pleasure to be with you. Great pleasure to have our next guest, who is just the smartest person and the best columnist in the business. Her name is Kim Strassel. She's a member of the Wall Street Journal editorial board. You can read her weekly column. It's called Potomac Watch. It is excellent. And she has a brand new book out. It's called The Biden Malaise, How America Bounces Back from Joe Biden's Dismal Repeat of the Jimmy Carter Years. I lived through the Jimmy Carter Years as a young professional. Actually, it was the beginning of my career. First of all, Kim Strassel, thank you. How are you? I am well, but I'm better for the fact that I'm here with you, Larry. Great to be here. <laughs> it's great. You were, by the way, you were fabulous on the TV show the other day. Absolutely oh, fabulous. It was you just... have one of the funnest TV shows around, so you make it very easy. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Kim, I'm going to uh, have a nice half hour. I want to, The first part, I want to talk about Biden's scandal. second part, I want to talk about your book because it's quite interesting, but... Uh, I'm sure you've been following this story. Chuck Grassley releases this bombshell uh, 1023 FBI report, and it turns out that uh, it wasn't really the it wasn't the Barisma people bribing Biden. It was Biden coercing and shaking down the Barisma people for five million bucks and five million bucks for his son. So the uh, the um, it went you know the scandal went the other way. Now these are allegations, but they're allegations from a very respected FBI source who you know wrote and in, was interviewed for a 1023. It's a deposition. If you lie, you go to jail. Anyway, what do you what do you make of this story? It changes the game a bit. Well, what you just said to me was the most noteworthy allegation in here because we've known some of this, right? We knew that there was an allegation of bribery. We knew that it claimed $5 million each to Joe and Hunter. We knew that there were supposedly recordings. Now we've got confirmed who the players are, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this Zlachewski guy who ran Burisma. Um, and we hear this amazing thing that supposedly it wasn't Zlachewski who approached the Bidens and said, hey, can you fix things up for me uh, with this prosecutor who's looking into my co- company? Can you make him go away? Uh, the allegation is that the Bidens basically shook down this guy. Mm. Um, we, you know, we don't know all of the details of that. Um, and so what we're looking at here, Larry, is, is I think we've been using the wrong word. If these allegations were true, we're not talking necessarily about bribery. We're talking about extortion. Yes, that's it. Extortion. That's exactly the right word. I mean, it's just part of the general corruption, but it's even worse. I mean, I think extortion, you know, is even meaner. It's even worse uh, than bribery. And it came from Papa Biden. You know, there's a congresswoman upstate New York, Republican, Claudia Tenney. I don't know if you know her. Very, very smart woman. Comes on the show a bunch. She's a friend of mine. She's She's been saying all along that Joe Biden, Joe Biden, 
uh, is running the Biden crime family. It's not Hunter. Hunter's his vehicle, but it's Joe who's making the decisions. And that's what was so interesting, or one of the things so interesting about this 1023 report, because it was Joe Biden that was extorting the head of Burisma. And uh, I think it was Joe Biden who was calling the shots all along uh, during this uh, influence peddling scheme and all the money laundering and the LLCs and so forth and so on. Well, you know, the other person whose name doesn't get mentioned enough, but I think is probably really important in all of this as well, is his brother, who, you know, was, we do know for a fact, was working alongside Hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I I tend to be really careful with things only because I, I still have a searing memory of the Steele dossier uh, and that confidential human source, right? Mm-hmm. So I think we always have to treat these things carefully. But one thing that I would just point out that I think is really notable, having written so much about that, what turned out to be a phony report to the FBI, ginned up by the Clinton uh, campaign, but, you know, that was a bunch of allegations about Trump people that had no bearing in anything else that was going on in reality, right? They just came out of nowhere. You know, supposedly Carter Page was getting paid 10% of some deal and of an oil deal and everything, but there was nothing else to, to make sense of it, right? What's different with this one is, A, it's very specific about the dates, the times, the meetings, the players, and who said what. But two, it it fills in details of things that we already know are true. Hunter Biden did work on the board of Burisma, right? Uh, Joe Biden did fire that prosecutor who was investigating Burisma. He bragged about it. Um, so these are sort of things that just it, it, it gives it a diff- very different flavor. And I think something that's a lot more serious that needs to be looked at than that hocus stuff that the country had to spend two years obsessing over. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority you know, when you read through the Grassley 1023 release, it's striking. I mean, this is, to your point, the level of detail in these conversations. You can't make this stuff up. Byron Donalds yesterday on the show said it was a, a novel. It says like a novel. Uh, it's like a spy story. And that the other thing was that the confidential source, who I guess is some kind of business consultant, he's, he says to the head of Burisma, are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure you want to mess with the vice president? And, and the head of Burisma says, no, I really don't want to, but he coerced me into it. I mean, I, 
I mean, I think that's very interesting. And then I think there's a long trail, according to this stuff, there's a whole bunch of text messages out there someplace. And then, of course, the audio tapes, the 17 uh, conversations, two with Papa Biden, 15 with uh, Hunter Biden. So you've got a really significant level of detail, which I think adds to this. And then the other thing is, again, I know there are allegations, and I have to be cautious myself just because I'm a host, but um, we know that these you know, family LLCs got filled up with money from China, Ukraine, Romania. I mean, that evidence, you can't make that stuff up. Those, those suspicious uh, reports, uh, so-called, that comes from the Treasury Department. There was never anything like that, um, you know, with the Steele dossier. Right. We, and we have all of that document. And we also know, according to these IRS whistleblowers who testified it this week, that this was something that Hunter did frequently. Remember, one of his supposed tax crimes, or at least what they claim is, is that he was having money sent to a completely different entity, and then he was taking it as a loan to himself, hmm. uh, which is, you know, obvious tax fraud because you can't loan yourself your own money. Um, but he was doing that to avoid having to pay taxes. And, and we know how many of these LLCs he had in place. Another thing that I was reading, there was an FBI analyst who was quoted in the press talking about how one of the players here uh, involved and mentioned in this 1023 uh, also had connections with a Ukrainian who was very into and founded a firm heavy into Bitcoin. Um, you know, that was early days back then for that kind of, uh, but, you know, could there have been transfers there? The thing that's striking to me, Larry, is the FBI's silence on this. Because, right. again, unlike what they had before, where they spent years chasing their tail, the, the people in here are named uh, y- Ukraine. We're providing them enormous amount of help right now. Uh, can you really tell me that we wouldn't be granted access to any of these people if we simply asked? Uh, have they not run down these questions? And if they haven't, why not? Because this seems to be like a roadmap for what steps you would take next. Well, I guess it was your column two weeks ago on the FBI. Why hasn't the FBI investigated this stuff? They've been sitting on it for years. And the deposition from their source I mean, if you lie in the deposition, you're in a heap of trouble. Why hasn't the FBI investigated this? Uh, no clue. I mean, so we know that this so this kind of has a little bit of a convoluted history. Uh, remember, this was reportedly given by this confidential human source to the FBI a number of years ago, okay? And then when the FBI, as part of Bill Barr, set up this probe to kind of look into all of these allegations about Ukraine, uh, et cetera, and, and the Bidens and, and, and Trump, various, all these things, are, everyone's looking at this. They come across this, and then they decide to re-interview this source, uh, which is why the document's been updated, as it were, or it has a more recent date. Uh, but we know that it was then sent to Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh FBI field office, who decided, at least as a baseline level, that it was not disinformation. Mm. And then it was sent to David Weiss. So the question seems to be, there seems to be two questions. 
Why was it never dealt with earlier in the process when the allegations were first reported? But then the more immediate question is, why was it not dealt with after it landed in Weiss' office when there was an entire team of investigators tasked at looking at exactly this kind of stuff? Hmm. Well, there's a lot of talk that um, the Oversight Committee is going to call Weiss to testify. I don't know if he will, but I think that's oh, going to be crucial. Apparently, he's already agreed to sit at least in a, a private meeting with House Republicans. Mm-hmm. So his um, name- And that is only, by the way, give credit to Chuck Grassley, give credit to House Republicans, and give credit to those two brave whistleblowers. We wouldn't know any of this, mm-hmm. and Weiss would feel no pressure to go do this if they had not come forward and spilled the beans. All right, more to be revealed. Let's take a quick break, folks. We're talking to Kim Strassel, member of the Wall Street Journal editorial board. Her weekly column is called Potomac Watch. And after the break, I want to talk about her new book. It's called The Biden Malaise, How America Bounces Back from Joe Biden's Dismal Repeat of the Jimmy Carter Years. What a great title that is. Kim Strassel will be right back. I'm Kudlow. We'll just take a quick break. Larry Kudlow on 77 WABC. From Wall Street to the White House, this is the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. We're talking with Kim Strassel, member of the Wall Street Journal editorial board and author of a weekly column called Potomac Watch. Most importantly, she's got a brand-new book out, The Biden Malaise, How America Bounces Back from Joe Biden's Dismal Repeat of the Jimmy Carter Years. So, Kim, who's worse, Biden or Carter? Well, I think the book makes a pretty persuasive case that Biden is worse. (laughs) And, you know, uh, and here's why. I think it comes down to um, intent um, and also what they inherited. Uh, so, you know, if you just look at it superficially, there's so many comparisons, right? Inflation, high energy prices, uh, foreign policy fiascos, border disorder. A lot of people don't know Carter had his own border run in Florida with the Mariel Boatlift. Mm. Um, but crime, lots of lots of things. But the, the book, I think, makes the case that, one, Carter inherited a much tougher hand, okay, mm-hmm. with the world was already in the Great Recession. I mean, sorry, Great Inflation. Um, uh, you'd had a global oil shock. He didn't have a, really a domestic energy industry to speak of. Biden, by contrast, had inherited these incredible fundamentals from the economy. We were about to roar back from COVID. Um, he, he, we were a country the year previously had become a net exporter of oil. Uh, he had everything he needed. All he needed to do was sit still. But that was, that's his, that's why he really is worse is because he acted and he acted. Jimmy Carter wanted to make, try to fix the country's problems. He didn't do a good job. He messed things up. But Joe Biden took these steps because he wanted to transform this country into a European socialist style uh, welfare country. And and he wrecked a good situation. He he took a a thriving country and he hurt it. Yeah, you know, it's not your father. It's not your grandfather's Democratic Party. Jimmy Carter was a liberal. Yes. Uh, He got mugged by reality in the Soviet Union uh, and uh, in Afghanistan and also the uh, hostage situation. Uh, 
uh, in Iran, and as you say, the oil shock and the inflation, the Republicans ahead of him had done a terrible job on the economy. But Joe Biden, uh, you know, and the Democrats today, it's a, it's a far left, so-called progressive party. You're right about European uh, socialism. Um, Carter wised up a little bit toward the end, didn't he? I mean, he realized this, he had to be tough on the Soviets. He also had some deregulation on the economy. He appointed Paul Volcker. I don't see Joe Biden wising up at all. I mean, Kim, I was talking earlier. Biden is out there selling something called Bidenomics. He says he cut the budget deficit by $1.7 trillion. The Washington Post calls that a bottomless Pinocchio. And then the CBO <laughs> puts the CBO puts out a report that says this deficit this year is going to be $2.25 trillion, And over the next 30 years, it's going to be 200% of GDP. I mean, it's kind of a hopeless story. If he's not, I mean, if he's beaten, and maybe you can you can come back. If he wins, it's going to be more of the same. Well, I mean, that's a huge distinction between these two guys. Jimmy Carter was an honest man. Okay, Hmm. he wasn't going to look at you and say, uh, "Oh, actually, the sky is blue." when, you know, it was pouring down rain. Um, and and you know, one reason, by the way, you couldn't get away with that back then either because we had an honest press corps, right? Um, I mean, one reason this administration gets away with so much because nobody will. They, they, the press goes along with these hilarious narratives that are divorced from reality. Except for but, me. Um, well, except for you. <laughs> I'm talking about the rest of the press, obviously. Right. Um, but, you know, Jimmy Carter was willing, as you say, to change course. Mm-hmm. This administration has never changed course. This administration, its only answer is to either tell falsehoods about what's going on or point the finger and blame someone else. You know, Putin's price hike. I could give you 10 other examples. Um, and, and I do not see them changing course, which is very concerning. Uh, but this is why you end up with Bidenomics, because if you're not going to change course and you're left with this hopeless story, as you say, you have to try to sell it as something that is actually an achievement, which is which is laughable. Yeah. So in the book, I mean, you actually lay out how America can bounce back. Do we have a plan well, like- here? A strategy? Well, I, Should we run? Kim Strassel, you ready to throw your hat in the ring for president? <laughs> Never. <laughs> uh, give me more credit than that, Larry. <laughs> um, uh, you know, yes. Here's one more thing that Biden had that uh, Jimmy Carter didn't. Uh, Biden had the history of Reagan. Um, and the history of policies that actually work. Mm. Um, you know, Jimmy Carter, r- remember, you know, at that point, like, people were listening to Milton Friedman, but he was not, he had not been adopted as a cause, you mm. know, but like he was in the end by Reagan. Most, most elected leaders around the entire world just defaulted to Keynesian economics. It was the only thing that guided anybody. Um, you know, Joe Biden knows better. He lived through all of this. And the answer now is that the Republicans who are out there getting ready to vote for someone to reelect, they need to get somebody that's got a clear vision for the future and who has some optimism the way Reagan did um, and has the ability to refocus the problem back on what Joe Biden has done um, and promise people that they have a plan for how to get us to a better place. You know, you go back to Reagan, uh, Carter, Reagan, uh, 
even during the Carter years, uh, the supply side movement was gathering force. You know, Laffer and Mundell. Yes. And the editorial page of the Wall Street Journal under the great Robert Bartley, uh, Paul Craig Roberts, Jack Kemp, uh, yours truly. I mean, you had mm-hmm. this intellectual change, uh, you know, for limited government and tax cuts and, you know, freeing up the economy for capitalism. And yes, Milton Friedman. Uh, you're right. Biden saw that, but Biden constantly rejects that. Kim Strassel, you know, that's what's so troublesome. And the people around him, I mean, they make a fetish every speech, trickle-down economics, blah, 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 blah. I mean, that's the discouraging part of this. There's no Bill Clinton reset, I think, that would come if Joe Biden were reelected. No, and, and yet, as you know, Larry, every time they're in charge and their policies hold sway, uh, that's the moment that we see these gaps grow in the country between those that are wealthier and those that have less. Um, you know, that that's not the way that you get people to move up through those quintiles and achieve the American dream. Yeah. Anyway, Kim Strassel, the name of the book, The Biden Malaise, How America Bounces Back from Joe Biden's Dismal Repeat of the Jimmy Carter Years. The author is Kim Strassel of the Wall Street Journal. Go out and buy the book. One click on Amazon. Thank you, Kim Strassel. Good luck. We'll talk soon. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.